When you encourage others, you in the process are encouraged because you're making a commitment and difference in that person's life. Encouragement really does make a difference. That was a quote by Zig Ziglar, as many of you know, and I just want to welcome you to Man of the Word with Barbara. This is your weekly dose of encouragement from God's Word. I would like to appreciate everyone who is tuning in to listen to this podcast, Karibu Sana. Today is the beginning of the guest series where I will be featuring amazing people on this podcast. I would like to introduce you to my amazing guest today. Oh, it just gives me chills to do this because I've been waiting for so long. And her name is Muihaki Mushane. She's a daughter of the Most High God first and also the head of human resource at Farmbridge Limited and a good sister and friend. Duh, that's why she is here. So, Karibu Sana Mwihaki. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's an honor and a privilege to host you here today. Anything you want to tell us? Huh? Yes, I'm <laughs> super excited to be here. I'm so honored and grateful for the opportunity for even considering me to honor and grace your first episode of the guest series. I know God is going to do amazing, amazing things. And um, excited for this journey. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. So many fans listening to you out there and even colleagues. So yeah, I'm, I'm really, really humbled to have you here. And today we're going to talk about letting go of control. Many of us like being in control of things and just the thought of letting go sometimes can be nerve-wracking. And to start off, we just want to read a passage of scripture, and it's from Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 31. And it says, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up to, on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land buffeted by waves because of um, the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, Tell me to come up to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me! Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught up to him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? When I think of Peter, I think of so many characters at the same time. You know, so many people see him as... A confident guy. Others see him as a coward probably because he denied Christ three times. But also today I just want to look at the part of him where he struggled with control as we shall see in this passage. And so to control from the definitions of the dictionary, it means to exercise restraining and directing influence over, meaning like to dominate over something or someone. And I've just been thinking of the ways in which we human beings can be controlling. And just to throw this at you, Mwihaki, in what ways 
or areas do we take control of our own lives? Yeah, you can mention a few <laughs> or as many as you can think of. Well, so interestingly enough, when you shared the topic for this podcast, it was just like hammering the nail on the head, you know, yeah. because this is something God has been I guess working on me when you sent me the topic for this podcast i found it very interesting because i feel like i i have been in a season where god has been teaching me the element of losing control or just letting go and letting him um you know so for me i was like okay this could not be a coincidence in any way so just to highlight a few areas mm-hmm. i think for me the um, the idea of what my life should have been is something that I've really been battling with in terms of like, I feel like, because when I say life, I generalize it and I've generalized it, but breaking it into finer like areas, we have the finances, we have the career progression and relationships. Mm-hmm. For me, those are the, like, the three main things. Mm-hmm. And because I'm turning 33 in a few days, so the idea of turning 33 and I haven't done this, mm-hmm. I haven't done this, I haven't invested in this, I haven't saved up this amount of money. Again, you see control within the financial aspect. I'm 33, I'm unmarried, I'm like, is, I mean, am I still, like by now I should have been married with this number of kids and that kind of stuff. So I feel like it's many things mm-hmm. that calls us to just release and let God do his thing if we really admit to trusting him and having faith in him so that's just to highlight a few yeah thank you um i also have been thinking of some areas where especially apical finances yeah like finances is a big area where people struggle with but also i had um things like what we watch or what we listen to or who we listen to and things like time we want to take control of our time. We we don't want God to meddle in our affairs. Um, our thoughts. <laughs> we want to take control of our thoughts. What we think. We don't want to think God's thoughts. We want to think our thoughts. And also conversations. So I just thought of those were some of the other areas that we <laughs> tend to control. Or we, we don't want, we feel like God does not have an idea of how our lives look like so we're like we want to tell him this is how it goes but um he knows he knows what we need before we even need it (laughs) and so we can entrust these areas to him and so when we have control of these areas let's say finances or time or we want to do things our way what does this reveal about ourselves i think for me it's an issue of whatever it is you feel like you have control over kind of like gives you some security Mm -hmm. you know you feel safer knowing that if i had set a goal to have i'm just giving an example a million in my account as my savings then knowing that i have that amount there's some form of security that i get Mm -hmm. but again it goes against what we are being called because we're not called to be self-sufficient but to trust in God to be our provider, you know? Amen. So I, that's how I can, it reveals, I guess, insecurities in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing because then now it shows you what you need to surrender more 
to God, yeah? If it's on the finances, if it's in the ticking clock of marriage, like you're just there like, yo, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, can you see how old I'm turning? You know, no, I don't think, yeah, so just surrender that insecurity mm-hmm. and uh, just trust him with it, I, I believe. Okay. I was thinking the same thing. It reveals so much insecurities we have. We don't, it's like the areas of our lives that we don't trust him. It's like literally telling God, you don't know this. Yeah. You don't live in the in Kenya right now. You don't know the pressure I'm under. Yeah. And it does reveal like our inner selves, like who we really are, as opposed to what people see we are. And I was just thinking, I'll, I'll give an example of one of the areas I've been in control of, and it's mostly on what I watch. I love action movies. I love more of the action in itself. Action movies have a lot of guns involved and have a lot of blood involved. And at at some point, God told me, like, yes, you trust me with some areas of your life, but what about this? And the Bible says that the eyes are the windows Mm. of your body. And... If your eyes are unclean, your whole body is messed up. And to be honest, I did not want to even listen to the whole idea. But it was God showing me, like, if you can let go of control in this other area, why not in what you watch? And it literally affects you. Because sometimes you end up having nightmares. And there's a philosophy giggle. Garbage in, garbage out. If you watch a lot of garbage, (laughs) believe in me, what you will speak will be that garbage. I won't lie to you, <laughs> I've already given it to God, but more like I'm now aware of it, that mm-hmm. it's an area I need to let go of control mm-hmm. and allow God to show me what to watch versus what not to watch. Is there an area in your life where, or maybe a time in your life that you felt this area I trusted in myself more than I trusted in God? Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> The struggle here is which ones to pick and which ones not to because there's so many to mm-hmm. And um, I think the one I can share for now is on my relationships, the relationships I have had. And I just don't mean personal relationships in terms of like who, who I date, but also friendships, you know, mm-hmm. the friends I keep. So, and I like what you said previously because when, when you don't let go or let, let go and let go, it's like you're genuinely telling him, I really don't trust that you can deliver on this area. So let me, who knows better, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. you know, let me handle this one. You, mm-hmm. you can get this part in this other one. So like, I think on the relationships um, front, I have genuinely just, to be honest, it's funny because looking back, I feel like I get into them. This is on the dating scene. I get into them. And then halfway through is when now I want to invite God. <laughs> By the way, God, you need to catch up. <laughs> Things are not going as I thought. <laughs> so please, uh, come and do your thing. You know, come and do your your, your miracle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really need you here. So I've just realized a pattern where I've not been consulting God. Lord, mm-hmm. should I be with this person? So I just go into it on my own, mm-hmm. um, guided by my own intelligence or wisdom or thoughts or feelings. And then when I, like, when the red flags start showing or when I, I start to feel like this wasn't maybe the direction I should have taken, I start trying inviting God. <laughs> I know, the blunder. So that's one I can answer, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we, we, we want God to play the catch-up. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you okay, I already started. Yeah. Could you like catch up with yeah. what is already happening? But yeah. God wants to be involved like not just halfway through or even like a quarter way through, but yeah. to be like the foundation of every area of our lives. And I was just thinking now like what can we do to trust God more because it's our first nature like yeah. we want to control things yeah. it's more like we were taught that if you're not in control you're not as powerful yeah. and so people always want to be in control of things yeah. and so like how can we involve God more um, I'd like to first start quoting, answering you by quoting the scripture that says mm-hmm. without faith it is impossible to please God and I think the first step is to first work on our faith just have faith. And I think one of the challenges we have in control, with control rather, is you you want to see the, the end game. You know, you want mm-hmm. to be able to see when I take this step, it will lead to this, it will lead to this. Mm-hmm. But faith is quite the opposite. Because faith is literally going into things blindly without knowing the solution, without knowing the outcome, yeah. without knowing the process, but trusting that whoever is holding you has figured it all out, you know? Yeah. So, like, back to the example I shared on relationships, what God has been teaching me is don't focus so much on the now. Trust that I know beyond the now, beyond the two years, mm-hmm. beyond the three years. When I'm saying no to this person with you, it's because I can see three years from now, it will not go anywhere, you know. Yeah, or you true. might be faced by a challenge, and this person will not be the support you think you need, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I think let's start by recognizing that God can see beyond what we can see. Mm-hmm. So when certain doors are shutting, and this is not just on the relationship front, yeah. when it comes to work, when it comes to friendships, when it comes to your finances, like this so it cuts across mm-hmm. the board. So when he's saying no to something, it's because he definitely <laughs> yes. he can see beyond what you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, the faith. Faith of, okay, God, if you have said no to this, I will trust in you because I know at the right appointed time you will give me what you feel is best for me. Yeah. And I think for me, it has been crazy, but I keep telling myself, even when opportunities are not going, I mean, I'm not getting what I want or the plans I'm making are not um, coming through the way I want them to, I keep telling my, I close my eyes and I do this thing where I'm like, okay, you know what? God knows me better than I know myself. <laughs> Yes. So just because I thought this was a brilliant idea and it would mm-hmm. morph into this great, I don't know, solution or business plan or whatever, just because it hasn't followed through in that way, mm-hmm. I'm just trusting that God knows better yeah. than I do. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't work out, I'm sure, let me just have faith and I know he'll make it all work. Yeah, and faith is important. Like faith... Um, I think it's not just a Christian thing. I believe everyone has a degree of faith. Yeah. Because before you even sat on that chair, you had faith that is going to carry you. Mm. You didn't go checking the legs like, oh, is that, does it work? Or you just had faith and you sat yeah. down. Yeah. The same way we get into a bus and we don't go checking like if the driver is blind or not. Mm. Like we just get into a mat and we go where we're supposed to go. That's mm. a degree of faith. You know, people complicate faith to be something huge. Yeah. <laughs> But um, everyone has a degree of faith. And if we can have that degree of faith, it means that we can trust God, even through the areas in our lives. 
And I'm glad you mentioned that. God's word shows us examples of people who have let God have control. And I'm thinking of an example like Joshua, you know. Um, God asked him to, <laughs> as they were entering the promised land, and he, t- he, he directed Joshua to have the priest like just step on River Jordan and the whole thing will part. To be honest, I would have had so many questions like, yo, this is a river flowing upwards, going down. There's no way it's going to stop, like having to reason with God. But looking at such examples like Joshua, it makes me think if if just a mere human being, you know, can let go of control and trust that what God says is what will happen, then it builds my faith because faith comes by hearing. And so when we listen to examples of people who have walked in faith or who have um, journeyed this control issue with God, you know, Joshua, Joshua could have had so many <laughs> what-ifs, but he chose to like just go take God at his word, which is like childlike faith. You know, if you just step on that water, things will happen. And I, I feel like that's where I also want to be, where... God tells me something and with that that just like childlike faith, you know, I I do it. And for me I feel like reading examples of those people in the Bible helps me to let go of that control issue and see that you know what they they could do it. <laughs> they did it. So I can also do it. And we just read the passage of um Peter and there's so many lessons we can draw from the story of Peter. But um, what are some of the few lessons you can learn from this? So if you read that uh, passage, mm-hmm. you actually see him walking on water. Yes. But I think what's happened with him, I'm just trying to imagine the, the, the case, in, what actually happened is when it hit him, he's actually walking on water. He's yes. actually doing the impossible something that in his own strength he cannot be able to accomplish yes. is when the panic sets in. Yes. Yeah. So I think for me what that teaches me is for as long as God has called me to something, I shouldn't focus on my own strength. Can Mehaki do it? Can Mehaki actually accomplish this? It's about has God called you to it? Because mm. if he has called me to it, then certainly he will make a way. It's not about me having to figure it out. Yes. It's not about me trying to you know, okay, you see, the beauty, what I love about how God works is he just needs you to just move in obedience. Yeah. He's figured it out, you know. Mm-hmm. He's seen the challenges and also provided the solutions for the challenges. Yes. You just need to walk in obedience as he leads. Mm-hmm. So that's my number one lesson. And then the second one is the entire time we see Jesus there with him. Mm-hmm. So my the lesson, the second lesson I take from this is whatever God is calling you to do, as crazy as it sounds, as impossible as it sounds, please believe you're not by yourself. He's there with you Amen. to guide you through each and every step of the way mm-hmm. to accomplish that which he has ordained over you. So yes. you're not alone. He's there. Mm-hmm. He's not just calling you. He's not just telling you, Barbara, do this grand thing. <laughs> Start this podcast eh? and forget it. <laughs> Call me when yes. you have high ratings. <laughs> 
or when you have a huge following, he's not a consultant. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. He's literally there as your advisor, as your support system, yes. as literally every step of the way, yeah. ready to fulfill each one of your needs, mm-hmm. whether it's the support, whether it's the advice. It's yes. those strategies you need. He's there. Yeah. So just move in faith. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, one, le- one last lesson I can add to that is where we keep our eyes, you know. Control is more of keeping our eyes on self. And just like you mentioned, the more he kept his eyes on himself and the surrounding, the more he panicked. (laughs) And it's definitely the same with us. The more we look at our colleagues, the more we panic. The more we look at um, what is not working, we panic. And the more we look at the waves that are coming, the, the pandemic that was there, the... Now there's even monkeypox. It, it makes you panic. But the key was to look at Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think Christ was just talking to him and say, look at me, yeah. no, not the surrounding, you know. And this, it means that the surrounding can give you a, a different message from what God is telling you. The surrounding can tell you you're, you're, you're not good enough. <laughs> like you're not, you cannot make it. Yeah. Um, this situation is going to swallow you alive. And God is just saying, you know what, look at me. We, we've got this yeah. <laughs> we've got this chemistry going on and yeah just keeping our eyes off ourselves um in in every area that you feel like you're struggling with like learning to keep our eyes off ourselves and to god that's what, that is the only way you'll find yourself walking on water and walking on water symbolizes so many things you know in 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 specific people's lives it could mean different things. And so God wants to do amazing things in your life and in our lives. And it's up to us to just fix our eyes on him. Yeah. Let go of control. Let go of things that you feel like, I need to hold on to this. Um, there's nothing There's nothing you need to hold on to, you know. Yeah. Like, you just need to keep our eyes on Christ. And so, yeah. We've come to the end of our podcast and I'd like our guests to pray for us. And yeah, maybe you're there, you're struggling with control issues. Like you feel like if I just let go of this, I don't know what will will happen. I don't even know how to even let go of control. Uh, Maybe as long, as young as you can remember, you've been in control. You feel like you're in control. And today God is just saying, you know what? it's okay, you can let go of that issue and let me have it. Let me handle it. God is just saying, you know what, you don't need to do it alone. You can give that issue to me. Let me have it. And so we're going to pray. That is you, we're going to pray with you, um, even as we wrap up our session today. So Mwihaki, could you please pray for us? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you with that. With thankful hearts for the lessons that we have learned through this um, session. Thank you, King of Glory, for revealing to each and every one of us the different areas that we're struggling to let go of control of. And thank you for making them known to us. Because mm-hmm. now in prayer and in faith, we're surrendering them to you. Even with our listeners, Father, remember each and every one of them. 
and minister to them in a special way. We pray for your Holy Spirit to move in each and every one of us in helping us to let go and mm -hmm. allowing you then to fulfill that which you have ordained over each and every one of us. Yes. Father, we believe and we know that you had a plan for, for me, for Barbara, for each and every one of the listeners. You didn't just, we were not just born out of chance or coincidence or by mistake. Father, you had a plan, you had a purpose and there is what you have the build of our lives. So Father, help us, O oh Lord, to walk in alignment with that which you have planned and help us, O oh Lord, to give you back the control that is really all yours, O oh Lord. And uh, for this I pray, believing and trusting in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for um, tuning in and listening to Man of the Word. Thank you, Mwihaki, for honoring our invitation. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, this is Man of the Word again with Barbara. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.